Yes. I, I recorded this after I sat down and I thought, I don't need to. I don't need to bother my ass. I don't need to do long breaths and then short breaths. I don't need to do any procedure. I don't even need to look for the sort of trigger, the, the, the feeling inside my head or to get to the first jhana. So thinking, a wave of pity came over me and I started to laugh. And this has worked since, since I've tried it. Um, so well, finally, I mean, you've been calling for what, six months or a year or so like that. And I keep saying the same thing and you keep putting it into your basket of rules and shoulds to and uh, to do list. Yeah. But and then. my answer to that is burn that to do list and just sit down and be happy instead. Well, yeah, I know that I know that. But, <laughs> but you put it as a rule. I'm not supposed to put rules in my rule book, and that's a rule that you put down. <laughs> yep, that's, a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. Um, though. I yeah. It's finding all this stuff that I. Oh my God. Uh, no, it's all right. Some. Um, uh, where is it? The feeling that, yes, um, it's feeling that you have to think, one, uh, why do I tell myself that the dukkha should be left alone and the niroda is some way wrong? Why, if somebody says, cheer up, do I answer, fuck off? Because is that me doing my sort of thing like the frog and scorpion on the, swimming over the river? It's what we what one does. But then I start to think thinking to. I, I think I'm in danger of giving up this Buddhism stuff because it's no different really from the old Kipling soldier stuff. But then Buddha was around long before the mus muscular Christian self health help ideas, and I'm thinking here of a a poem by Kipling. It's set, you know, in the in the Indian Empire of Britain's Indian Empire, where the soldier is exhorting him, himself to be thankful you're living and trust to your front, trust to your luck, and march to your front like a soldier. Um, all right, but, but that's the soldier's attitude, yeah. marching to the front, because yeah. you've got work to do. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't you, uh, as the soldier, take off that uniform, sit down and go to sleep? Why do we have to march to the front? That's the whole point. But the whole point of that, of that line is, is not, is not to, it's, it's only, it's only, um, metaphorically to march to your front because it's what talking about the he was actually talking about leave the past behind and don't mm -hmm. let things bother you because you know you don't know what's going to happen you just have to keep on going ahead and um, actually that's why i'm trying to make a correction for you yeah that what you just said is wrong you don't well, getting up out to past is true 
But then marching into the future is not. That's just turning around and marching and going in the wrong direction. There's a middle place in there, and that is to stop dealing with the past and also stop That's marching forward into the future and just sit down and enjoy the moment. Uh-huh. Well, yes. The, I mean, pa uh, the past is all about dissatisfaction and the future is all about the supposed to, shoulds, ideals, way things ought to be. Mm -hmm. And that's where all the work comes from. We do all of that for the future because we're dissatisfied with the past. If we would drop the past completely, then we can also drop the future completely. There's no place to go. There's nothing to do next. I have students ask that often. And that is, is that now that I've got to Jhana, what do I do next? The answer is you don't have Jhana because you're asking the question, what do I do next? When you're in the Jhana, it's good enough. This is it. There's no place to go after this. The question, can I stay in this state or am I going to go back into the past and future? You actually don't need to get into the Jhana for it to be to be to be good like they, they well. Well, jhanas are a broad kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I got the other day when I when I sort of um, when I sat down and thought I don't have to do anything, and uh, there it was. There I was. There we are. There we are. <laughs> uh huh. Can you do that again? You're talking about it now. Can you do it again now? <sighs> All right, I'll do it again now. <sighs> wow, well, no place to go, nothing to do, everything's just fine. Life is sweet when we stop biting. Everything is just okay. I know. And that there is a sort of immediate. The Pulling yourself back out of it. I could see you going into jhana, and now the mind starts up and you're starting to talk again. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to tell you about it, because I'm coming out of it to tell you about it, of course. Yeah, you don't have to tell me about it. You could just stay there. It's okay with me if you're having a pleasant moment. Can you maintain it? You don't have to come out of it to, to explain. Um, don't have to worry about it or have doubts or what do I do next or any of that kind of stuff. You say right now, just good. Right now, the sort of glee sense of Glee and excitement is there and. Wow, I can do this. Is that what your excitement is? Yeah, I can do this. I can sit here oh, and do nothing. That's wonderful that I can do something new. Nothing at all. I can do this and I can do this. I can do this several times a day. I, I know that. And you do it several hours a day. Not for more do it down? minutes at a time. Yeah, so why do you have to come back to the hindrances? Why can't you just stay there? 
because I've got a I've got a brain and a mind that that um, that is restless. I know. I got it. That needs more than more than just. It doesn't uh, need. It's just in the habit of. <laughs> Yeah, but you you know it's see the little moron. He doesn't give a damn. I wish I were a moron. My God, perhaps I am. You know what you, you we we yes well yeah. So why don't we practice being a moron for a while? We've been told you can't be a moron. You're not supposed to be a moron. But in fact, being a moron is wonderful until the moron thinks he needs to do something. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and the best part about a moron is, is that he doesn't have to do anything at all. He's too stupid to get caught up in the intellectual activities of the world. So in a way, the Buddha has a teaching that we can express his dukkha and stupidity. Let's be stupid. Hmm. Um, Just be too stupid to do anything so that we can stop getting ourselves into trouble. This is interesting because I have managed to keep this feeling up while making my tea and sitting around and typing on the computer when I've finished actually sitting uh, and and sort of going into the state, I've not managed previously to do it talking to anybody. So that's that's good. That's good. That's a, that's a new skill to learn, but it's based upon the skill of being able to sit and do nothing and be really pleasant. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when you're talking to somebody, you can say, hey, I'll at least listen. That's all I owe them. And so we listen to what somebody has to say. Mm -hmm. Because that's input, that's just reality. Yes. If they're not there talking to us, then there's the wall behind them. And that's the reality, just whatever is real. But if somebody comes to talk to you, let them talk and you can just stay in that pleasant state. But if you open your mouth and start arguing with them or talking to them, more than likely you're going to lose it. Uh. <laughs> but never mind, go practice again. Everything that's worthwhile like this requires practice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Practice to come out and stay out of those hindrances, those pesky hindrances. Yes. Um. <laughs> and are you still in your state of happiness or did you get into a state of confusion right then? You could come back. Let's practice well, again. I, Let's just keep coming back to I'm OK right now. I don't have anything to do or anything to go. That's what we need to practice. And you're full of questions. But I can't have a sensible discussion with you if I can't sort of express the doubts that that rise well, up. Why should, OK, but that's a rule that we got to have a sensible discussion. Well, and I've got a different rule. 
And that is, is that I can watch you so that I can see when you're going in and out of the states of happiness and whether you're getting into states of confusion and wanting to talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is this is presumably how the guys figured out what state the Buddha was in when he was about to die. And he went through the various various jhanas and back again. Well, we don't know that for sure. All we know is that's what somebody wrote down, which is yeah. actually quite poetic. Yes, yes. But Westerners read poetry and think that they're reading prose. The fact is, is he's laying there and enjoying the fact that he's dying. Because no. remember, the John estates are associated with great pleasure. Yes. 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 Okay. So if he's going in and out of the jhanas as he's about to die within the next three minutes, he's dead. Why not enjoy watching the process happen? Most people flip out. Oh, I'm dying. Grant. I could think so. Well, uh, dear, I've just been listening to a great load of that uh, of stuff about this because my son's mother-in-law has a sister who has just died and it was all drama in the hospital and so on and i have a cousin who is currently cousin currently very ill and you know, probably won't last the next six months so um there's a lot of it about <laughs> anyway um well, think about it like this. Experience it like this. Go through the what we would call the thought uh, experiment. The uh -huh. thought experiment like uh, uh, Einstein was talking about. And that is, think about, well, what would it be like if I were dying and would be dead in the next three minutes? How am I going to handle that? Am I going to handle it with great pleasure? Oh, finally, I'm out of here. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye, cruel world. I'm out of here. Wow, finally, I'm out. Oh, how feels so good. Now I can finally, finally, finally relax. <laughs> you mean you don't you don't have to think about what's going to happen next? Yeah, you don't have to happen. Think about there may be never next, <laughs> never be a next. Right now is the last of it. This is it. By doing it. Well, in Buddhism, you probably heard, especially from the later literature, that the last mind moment, what you're thinking about as you're dying, is the full culmination of your existence. If you don't want to die, you're in pain and suffering as you die. You're not getting what you want. But if you're quite happy that you're dying, right now you're dying. I mean, next three minutes, you're dead. Can't we enjoy that? Can't you get great pleasure out of, wow, this is it. This is all there is. Have a really, really good last moment. A happy one. Hmm. 
the and that's what we would talk about in the sense that the Buddha can go through the jhanas in and out of them right as he's dying. What a way to go. Let's all die like a Buddha. He's gonna uh, die. He's gonna be out of luck if he's got if he if he actually goes over at the moment when he's come out of a jhana. <laughs> anyway. Well, I don't think that it says that he comes out of the jhana because one of the hallmarks of coming out of jhana is back into hindrances. Yeah. Hindrances yeah. re-arising. So I don't see in that in the um by the way, the word you're quoting is out of the Mahasatipatthana Sutta number 16 of the Dinganakaya. Yep. And in there, it does not say that he came out of the jhanas altogether. No. But no. rather going up and down through the first, through the uh, fourth jhana. Now, the, in the first jhana, one obviously can speak because we can think. But in that regard, we're still thinking very pleasant thoughts, just like I'm talking about. Wow, what a nice way to go out. Wow, this is the end of it all. Goodbye, cruel world. Ha, ha, ha. That's all could be done from within the first jhana. Yes. But ouch. Oh, I'm dying. That's hindrance. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There is, there is the, yes, the, the actual maintaining the happy feeling is it makes it well yes it make maintaining the happy feeling makes it quite difficult to talk it's not um it, it's mm -hmm. not that easy so when you're it's happy a, feeling it's a skill then to learn to talk while you're still having that happy feeling <laughs> that's a skill to be developed well i'm trying to do it at the moment and it's like falling it's like the the bicycle is wobbling you know Everything. all right yeah, exactly. All right. So in the sense of that, the reason that the Bible bicycle is wobbling is often because the kid who was pedaling the bicycle is in too much of a hurry. Uh -huh. yeah, OK, yeah. so stop being in a hurry and start paying attention to staying upright and balanced. And then the kid can balance the bike. Yeah, if he goes too slow, he's going to fall off, too. <laughs> Ah, it depends upon your awareness. Yes, you could, in fact. In fact, every motorcyclist and every bicyclist who stops at a stop sign, he doesn't fall over. Because he's got the sense of uh, awareness to put his foot down for the balance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And here you are wobbling, and perhaps the best thing to do is to get yourself balanced instead of wobbling. Stop. And balance. Now, in that regard, that means that when you're dealing with other people and their hindrances are coming out of the jhana, we need to stop and rebalance. Because almost always, uh, a Dhamma dude, when he's out in the world, he's talking to people who are talking from their hindrances, inviting him back into his hindrances, too. Yeah, well. Mm -hmm. And so the easy way out is to just stop and balance. Yes. You don't have to travel down wobbling down the talky 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 trail that everybody wants to call to walk down. 
that's almost a rule. We've got to interchange. We've got to talk. We can't just sit here on the Skype and enjoy each other's company happily. No, we've got to talk at each other. There are, yes, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of that about. There's a lot of people, I mean, um, who, who feel that they have to keep talking and interchange and interact with other people that they're with all mm -hmm. the time. And you got to come up with something, even if it's really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Or our better way of saying it is, even though that it's a hindrance to pleasure. Well, yes. Just like being full of doubt or having questions is not pleasurable. Isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, sort of thinking of all the alternatives and all the possibilities, you know, that. Um, well, that doesn't have to be doubt. Doubt has the quality of needing to have an answer rather than just oh. happily speculating. Okay, okay. But I mean, one of one of the doubts that comes up, as I've, as I've said, it's like this sort of muscular Christianity. I mean, all you're, all, <laughs> you know, in a sense, all you're doing is saying, cheer up. Mm -hmm. And they did that and, um, you know, the... No, no, what happened is the story is, is somebody's morose and unhappy and the guy comes by and he says, cheer up, things could be worse. Things and could he be says, worse, I yeah. cheer up. Right, and I cheered up, and sure enough, things got worse. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Well, when things got worse, what do you do? You cheer up again. The fact uh -huh. is, is that cheering up is only a very, very small part of the whole lot of troubles before the cheering up and the whole lot of troubles after the cheering up. But if you can cheer up and cheer up and cheer up and cheer up and cheer up, then there is no disaster afterwards. It's just more cheering up. Can you cheer up? Can you cheer up again? Can you break deep breath and cheer up again? Well, so yeah, they, all of the good stuff is there. We know it. We just don't practice it. We just don't keep repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. And that's the real issue of the teaching of the Dhamma, of the Buddha. It's not that we get a good feeling for a moment. And that's it. It's that we can get that good feeling, get another good feeling, get another good feeling, go back to the first one having that good feeling and keep in good feelings. Keep cheering, keep cheering, keep cheering. Not asking questions about how do you cheer up, just doing it. Not bragging about how good you can get cheered up, just go back and get cheered up. Hmm. <laughs> Yes. Well. So yeah, all that all of that good advice that you've heard is correct. It's just not repeated. But that's the important part is all of that good stuff. You mentioned about self-help books. The reason that people don't get out of anything out of a self-help book is after they stop reading the book, they put it on the shelf, and now they're not helping themselves. They should see that you read it in the book and self-help and then self-help again and then self-help again. 
and stay on page four of the book. You don't ever need the rest of the book. All you need to read is page four. It says, cheer up, and I cheer up. Then I read page four again, cheer up, and I cheer up again. And I read page four again, it says, cheer up, and I cheer up again. And that's all there is to it. There is nothing more than that. That's the entire teaching of the Buddha. Can you come back and cheer up again, and come back and cheer up again, and come back, and when Dukkha comes, never mind, come back and cheer up. <laughs> or, or as Brian said, even when he's being crucified, I know. always look on the bright side of life. So uh -huh. even though somebody's trying to scar your hands with nails, you can still cheer up. Um, you got to be able to do it pretty powerfully by then. Um, right, exactly. That's the whole point. If we practice it, we get really good at it. Cheering up, cheering up, cheering up. They can't keep me from being cheerful. Um, <laughs> yeah. You see, you are by making me sort of cheer up. Well, not making me. Yes. But Remind, I'm giving you the opportunity. I, I keep reminding point. you. I'm reminding you. Cheer up. Cheer up. <laughs> That's what a good teacher does is remind a student to do what they've already been taught to do. Okay. I think you yes, right. Well, this is this is the same old thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Can you cheer up? It's a very simple process. It just has to be repeated over and over and over again. And you're talking about all the times that you're not repeating it. And I'm saying, never mind about all of that stuff. Just repeat. Rinse out the mind and repeat. The entire teachings of the Buddha is on the back of every shampoo bottle. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. But if the entire teachings of the Buddha can be written on the back of a shampoo bottle, what are we doing with all these suttas for God? <laughs> well, there's two reasons for it. One is teaching or talking about how good they feel. Uh -huh. And the other one is, are you sure? Please tell me how to be happy. Please tell me how to cheer up. Please tell me how to clean my mind. And that's where most of the literature, most Buddhist literature is written out of a mind of doubt. Well, it would have to be, wouldn't it, really? Mm -hmm. It would have to be, because if you if you got it, you don't need to explain it. That's exactly. But Although, mind you, you if you've got it, you'll want to spread it, of course, as well as explaining. Right. That's why I said that there's two ways. One is to actually spread the joy, and the other one is to keep asking, how do I get it? How do I get it? And the answer to that is stop asking how to get it and just enjoy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. It's that simple. It really is that very simple. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this is this is actually 
Yeah, well, this is interesting. Well, this is this is interesting because this is the first time I've actually been able to generate or tried to generate these thoughts in the in the the presence of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's better to do it in front of a noble. It's better to do it in front of somebody who's cheered up too. It's yeah. really hard to do it when Granny's on her deathbed, and you can't go in and cheer her up or me either. Yeah, yeah. Unless she's already close to being a Buddha, and then you can cheer her up and says, "Yeah, you're right, grandson. I'm ready to go. Check me out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So can you, can you keep remembering, never mind, just enjoy this moment. And enjoy this one too. And enjoy that sip of coffee, just take the flavor of it and experience it. It's actually called tea, <laughs> called black tea, which is Something you probably, I don't care what you call it. Can you enjoy it? Something Can you, you taste it in the East? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. that's the point. Doesn't matter what you call it. The question is, is, is it good enough? Well, if it's proper coffee, it's good enough. If it's, if it's instant coffee, it's not. Well, you're making judgments now rather than saying, yeah, I can enjoy what I drink. Enjoy instant coffee. Yeah, you can enjoy instant coffee. Yeah. It's not the same thing as you had, but it'll do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Start again. There's nothing to do and no place to go. Just clean out the mind and then repeat. Clean out the mind and then repeat. Clean it out again. I don't hear you talking now. Go ahead. I hear you. I better stop here. All right. I can stop too. (laughs) (laughs) I better stop here. It's been great. Um, And thank you for that. You've taught me something uh, on this occasion. You've um, possibly even, it's possibly even like the the, the time when the, 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 when the Zen master hits you with the stick and you sort of go, ah, Ah. <laughs> yeah. Good. All right. We'll see you later. I'll see you later. Cheers. Thanks a lot, Pat. Okay. Okay, but we'll see you here, Jerry. Good friend.